0: Joining me right now, back on the show, is UFC featherweight, Mike Grundy. What's going on, Mike? good, thanks. Before we get into your uh, UFC debut, I want to talk about your son, because I saw your son, he competed recently. Talk about that. Talk about coaching him and going through all of that. Yeah, he he just competed in the World IMAX Championships, and he took third in the world. So we did really well. Yeah, talk about coaching him and uh, the impact that has on you as a father.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously sometimes it's quite tough because obviously you got to keep your, your training separate. I coach him every day, but also when I go home, I've got to make sure I forget about the training and be a father to him, really. But, you know, he listens and he understands and he's, he's doing well.
0: All right, let's move on to, you know, your UFC debut in London. You got your first PKO finish of your career in the second round. You know, did, did the nerves kind of get you in the beginning of the fight a little bit? Because, you know, you were out for 18 months. You had an injury going in. It was your home debut. You know, what was going on in your mind?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great experience. Like you was my first TKO. And um, to do it on the big stage is perfect because, you know, a lot of people expect me to come in and just wrestle and keep him down. And, and probably make a little, little bit of a boring fight, in some people's eyes. But um, you know, I come out and and I TKO and I him, and dropped him, and it was an exciting fight on both sides, really, because he caught me with a shot, and then I caught him with a shot. So it was a, it was a, it was a perfect debut, really, to kind of put a, make a statement
0: from the UFC. How long did it take you after that fight to get over that injury that you had?
1: Yeah, two weeks before the fight, I, um, I was training in, in the, with the team. And I shot a leg attack and my leg my leg stretched out and it tore my hamstring pretty bad. The physio said it was like a grade two tore, so that's quite bad. And um you know, for the for the last two weeks of training camp I just had to box and hit pads and no wrestling and when I got to the fight I was warming up in the back with Terry Essing and I could feel my hamstring was still pretty tight. It was the first time I'd wrestled a little bit when I was warming up and it didn't feel right, so I knew I had to go there and Box a little bit more. I did take him down once and I felt my hamstring tear a little bit. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to have to stand a little bit more here and it worked out better in the end, if you ask me.
0: Definitely, definitely. Um, when you got back to uh, Wigan, you know, to the wrestling club with all the kids you coached, was it very emotional seeing them, you know, having them, you know,
1: greet you there? Yeah, I mean, I fin- obviously I-, I got home on the Sunday and I went straight back coaching on the Monday and uh, to see all the kids and you know, I got a good welcoming home from the coaches of the team we're gonna leave wrestling club and I got a good a good reception from the kids and it was you know, they was excited to see me because I suppose it inspired them too to, to be, do something good with the large as well. So yeah, it was it was good, it was nice to see Because 'em. 'Cause I'd not coached him for like ten weeks before that because I was concentrating on my fight. So it's kind of the first time i have seen him after the fight. So I was excited to see him myself, I was excited to get back coaching and, and helping them out and showing what can be done really and it was good, it was good times.
0: That is nine in a row, six finishes. Is there anything you can accredit, you know, to putting this incredible run together? Yeah, I mean,
1: obviously, always my coach, um, Colin Aaron, he, he um, you know, he makes sure I'm training hard and I'm 100% ready for the fight. You know, we took this next fight, so it's kind of on short notice, really. I only found out two weeks ago that I was going to be fighting in China um, against an unbeaten Russian, but... Like I'm always kind of ready all year round. I'm always training. I'm always ready. So just a couple of tweaks, and um, and I'm good to go. So I've got to give my credit to my coach, Colin Errands, and the people who support me really and help me around. And like I've got good sponsors who support me. One sponsor is Quality Danny Case. He's um, he's a big sponsor of mine. I've just got him. Um, he just helped me out getting a training partner over from America, a Division One wrestler, so I can wrestle for the last three weeks of my camp. Uh, and train with him. So I'm getting some some very strong rounds in wrestling with the lads in the team. Obviously, they're all very good wrestlers. And then I've got another guy who's, who's going to mix it up for me a bit as well.
0: Yeah, this is, you know, it's shorter than normal, this camp, right, for China. Um, have you been helping other guys in the gym out, you know, for their fight?
1: Yeah, I've been in, I've been in training all the time because we've got lads fighting on a, a big show over here in Liverpool called MTK. So that's going to be coming up in, in four weeks. So we've got four lads on that. So I've been training and coaching them and also training with them, making them better. And a couple of them's making the professional debuts. So we've, we've got a busy gym and we've got all the lads are on the same wavelength. And it's a good atmosphere, ready for ready for fight night,
0: really. So that guy fight in three weeks and they fight in four weeks.
1: So the atmosphere's good in the gym and we're all training out together.
0: Do you feel that sometimes... The the younger guys, the guys that are making their be- debut, give you better rounds for, in training camp?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, now you said that, I've noticed that over the last probably two months. There's a couple of lads who's in and they're very uh, enthusiastic and, you know, they're wanting to beat me because obviously I'm in the FC and stuff. So they're giving me hard rounds and they're getting better, you know, because obviously I'm pushing them and they're pushing me. So it makes, makes sense and it's really
0: good atmosphere in the gym. Yeah, you mentioned you're you're facing a Russian, a uh, undefeated Russian. He's a former champion in M1 Global. Uh, did you check out his uh, debut in Saint Petersburg? Yeah, I've
1: seen that. I actually seen that. I watched that on the TV when it was on live uh, in Saint Petersburg it was against the Korean guy, I think. And yeah, he, he looked good. I always thought when I seen him when I seen him fight, I thought yeah, that's going to be a good fight for me. So I always kind of expected it to come up against each other one day. And, you know, here it is and I'm ready to accept it and I'm, I'm ready to take the win, really. But it's a good fight on paper, you know. There's, he's only won one in the FC, I've won one in the FC. We're both mainly wrestlers. So it's going to be an exciting fight, especially for the Chinese fans. They understand every martial art, so, you know, they're not just going to be booing when we go to the ground,
0: I'm, I'm sure. So if we go to the ground, they're going to be still excited to see that kind of fight. The fight is very interesting because of that reason you guys are both very good on the ground. You guys are both good grapplers, good wrestlers. Um, Do you feel that this is a chance for you to show UK wrestling, put UK wrestling on the map by beating this guy?
1: Yeah, I think this is uh, going to be good for myself and it's going to be very good for UK wrestling and obviously our gym at Wigan and Lee is going to be very good because it's going to prove that, you know, we know how to wrestle too and there's a lot of people discredit our wrestling and I know it's good. I know mine's good and I know it's good where I coach. So, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a good night for, for British wrestling, and it's going to put us on the map. And especially against a good Russian wrestler, so it's going to show, it's going to get a chance to show my, showcase my skills.
0: You're heading to China, like you said. It's not your first time fighting out in Asia. Did you want to make a return on this card, or was it just something that was offered to you and you just took the took the opportunity? Yeah, I mean, I was
1: I was ready to fight. You know, obviously I fought back in March, 16. So it's been a a few months layoff. I got over my injuries, and I was I was after after a couple of months off after getting over my injuries. I was asking my coach, "When can I go again? When can I go again?" So I was ready to go, and yeah. this, this this opportunity came up. And I don't mind traveling to to China. I've traveled to Japan. I've traveled to Brazil, and still won. Yeah, the opportunity yeah, came up, and great.
2: Great. it was uh, a opportunity yeah. I've got to take. You know, I'm only on my second yeah. fight in the UFC, so yeah. I've got to be ready to take any fight. And I don't mind traveling to China. Like I said, I've traveled to Brazil. I've traveled to Japan. I've won fights on, you know, I got, like, Japan, for example, I got there on the Thursday. I fought on the Sunday. And, you know, it was was a tough fight. I still won.
3: You know, this one,
2: I'm going to get into China a week before. And, yeah, I'm ready.
3: You know, after that last fight, you know, what did you focus on mostly? Was there anything that you kind of narrowed down, you know, learned from that last fight and you kind of focused on that (coughs) aspect of your game? Yeah there's
2: yeah, I mean there's a couple of things that I made a mistake in the fight, you know, I'm quite critical to myself, so I always feel there's there's improvements to be made, which I think that's good. So I mean, you know, some, some areas when I was going for the finish, my chin was a little bit high, you know, my hands were a little bit low, but also I, I felt I was patient in that finish as well, you know, I didn't rush in too much and pick my shots a little bit. But yeah, there'll be some areas I've gotta pick up on and on the ground too. Especially with the Russian, you know, there's, he's quite solid on the ground. He's not got enough, I don't feel he's got anything special submission-wise, but if he gets on top, he does tend to keep people down. So it's, it's, it is a good fight, on fair, but, but I think he's going to be surprised when when I take him down or I defend his tear down and we take him down. So he's going to have a tough night, so...
3: The older generation of British fighters, you know, like Brad Pickett, Dan Hardy, Michael Bisping, Ross Pearson, they're kind of all retiring now, and and now you and uh, the, the, the new breed are emerging. What do you think makes uh, you and everybody else that are coming up different?
2: Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, the guys who's, who's, uh, who's retiring now are obviously legends, you know, with the, the, the massive names in the sport, and they put on some great shows. But I feel um, maybe the lads who's coming through because I think MMA has changed a lot, maybe a little bit more well-rounded. <laughs> um, but those guys, he was the the, the, the legend, you know, in, in the sport. And it's also, it's much bigger now than it ever was for them guys. I think, it, especially in UK, MMA's got much bigger. So, I think that's the only change, really, because those guys, I can't discredit them. the are very good fighters.
3: Uh, let's talk about the featherweight division a little bit. Max Holloway, he just defended his featherweight title uh, against Frankie Edgar. Uh, do you see... Alex Volkanovski as the next challenger, or do you see someone like the Korean Zombie or something like that? Do you do you see somebody else that you would like to see him fight?
2: I think uh, Volkanovski's easier in his spot maybe now. He's put on some good performances, maybe he should be an next to go against Max Holloway, um, which I think is a good fight, you know, I thought he was good against Chad Mendes, they were similar fighters, but you know, he defended his teardowns quite well. And, He's an exciting fighter, so I think he probably should. He probably will get his next. He'll get an next opportunity. But I'm looking forward to maybe seeing what's that. I'm also looking forward to making my way up and getting up against them guys too. Putting you know, on performances against them guys.
3: You said in another interview that you want to fight one more time after this fight, upcoming fight in China. Any particular, you know, venue or uh, opponent that you wanna, you have in mind?
2: Yeah, I definitely want to fight again after this. Um, maybe get another one in after this before, before the new year. Um, I haven't got anyone exactly in mind, but I just want to come up against um, these good wrestlers. People said that you know, a lot of people did, like, say discredit the UK wrestling, but I'm here to prove that we have got wrestlers in this country, and I'm there to, you know, I want to get up against these top wrestlers. Which, the next fight is going to be good, and it's going to showcase my skills, but. I want to get, want to get, I want to keep working my way up the ranks. I want to get to top fifteen as quick as I can now, you know. And hopefully next year, that's what I can do.
3: All right, man. Well, August thirty first, UFC on ESPN plus fifteen, China. Thanks, Mike, for your time and uh, good luck on your fight and your future, man.
2: Yeah, thank you very much for the interview.